Welcome to another episode of Laugh Not to Cry. I'm your co-host, Jeremy GJ. Oh, I uh, my camera stopped for me. Sorry, I'm your other co-host, Commander Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like, but all the cameras stopped and I didn't hear anything. Oh, oh no. my God. So I was like, what what happened? I was like, Tech wait difficulties a- right off the bat. I was like, wait a minute, Cody. We we just got this down, sir. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're uh, <laughs> you're moving for me. I'm like, what what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Don't know why. Oh wow, love that. Uh technology. We were just talking about how technology fails us. But before we get into all of that goodness, we have a third person on the podcast today. This has been a friend of mine since probably the fifth grade. Uh, I think it was, yeah, the fifth grade Mm -hmm. when I moved from the hood to the burbs. Uh, (laughs) Nope. (laughs) And um, she's a buddy musician, artist of all sorts. She does all kinds of things. Um, I think recently she's kind of gotten into fashion and seen her doing some modeling type stuff. So we like to welcome to the stage. Wait, ah, I should have asked before we got on. Do you want your government or you want your, 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 your performer name. Do the performance name. Okay, Not everybody's well. worthy of my real name. <laughs> That's fair. Welcome, welcome to the show, Miss Akua Blue. Bow, 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 bow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for welcome. joining us. Thank you for joining us. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I've known, known Amos since, you know, the late stage of his elementary school. We have. We have grown together. Like so, literally, we have grown together. Yeah, that's and you what, were always in. You were always in uh, South Bedford, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm four years old. Yeah. So I've probably a little bit earlier than that because I moved there to in second grade. Yeah. yeah, I remember how both of y'all looked as children. I actually have we have, we actually have like tons of pictures of y'all. Actually, honestly. all this changes. I've gotten shorter hair, facial hair. And that's yeah. it. I'm still just as skinny and small. Yeah, yeah you pretty much look the same. You just look grown. That's it. Like, I'm, a, I'm a grown boy. A yeah, grown, I, grown boy. I think my face is just slimmer than when I moved out there because I was a chonker when I moved out to moved out to South Rafford. But, uh, oh, for all our listeners who've never seen me in person before, I had long hair. Hair down to my shoulders. I started growing my hair out in ninth grade and, you know, hadn't really cut it too much since then. Well, I cut it like three quarters of it, but now I'm completely bald. And um, I just now noticed that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, there's nothing weird going on. (laughs) Uh, One of these things is not like the other. (laughs) Like, honestly, no, I was sitting here confused. Like, wait a minute. What am I looking at? Yeah, it's it's gone. It's not in a tight ponytail. It is shaved off. Uh, I haven't cry. Having issues with my scalp, so I had to got to start over once until I figure that out. So damn, I feel it. I feel it though. But it's also been like there for three weeks, so I thought I'd address it because you know, people. I keep forgetting people haven't seen me. Then they like, they walk up to me and they're like, oh, oh, and I'm like, what are you freaking out about? And they're like, your hair's <laughs> gone. And I'm like, oh crap yeah i i shaved that off on a random monday night like three weeks yeah ago. <laughs> but also uh, my, my social media presence isn't that big 
Still, I'm I'm looking at your head. I, I wasn't gonna say that. I was just gonna let him figure it out. Let him tell me what's going on. I don't know. I don't want to be rude and nothing. Yeah, no, I had to had to cut it off because my scalp is being iffy, and now I just look like my father, which is not a yeah. bad thing. Our little milk dud. Yeah, <laughs> looking a lot I like can't. my daddy. Looking a lot like my father. Damn, twin, twin and energy. Yeah. It's, it's but yeah, we're 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 back again for another episode. Um, again for another episode. We for real don't know what we're gonna talk about. We're just gonna kind of go off the cuff. And the first thing we were just talking about, really, before we hopped on here, was TikTok. And Miss uh Miss Blue here said she had a lot of thoughts about it. And I can imagine well, yeah. I know what some of them thoughts are. But uh, I'll let I'll let you kick it off first, and we'll just try to chime in and ride the wave that you start. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is anytime my nieces and my nephews show me a video, I'll be like, don't show me that again. TikTok is the devil. I don't want to see that no more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see what you just showed me. I, I don't want to see it no more. Half the stuff we send each other. Like, I, just, I just like don't send me that again don't don't even do it i can't even remember half of them because there's so many of them like mm-hmm. i mean there's some mm-hmm. that's like like prominent some of them that's permanently in my head because i might like that that um content creator for a particular reason mm-hmm. but when it just be some random off the wall stuff i'd be like nah this is a whole portal i'm good i'm okay the off I the wall is some of the best stuff I've ever found. It's usually the ones with the low likes that just they just hit different. They're, yep, yep. They just they're just outrageous and chaotic. Cody just sent me a a really chaotic one before <laughs> before I got on here, and I was just in tears. It had maybe like fifteen hundred likes on it, but it was freaking hilarious. Which um, one was that? Uh, the dude. <laughs> it was it was like he reposted it. He was saying he uh. It was the one that he got watched the most. And he was talking about being a third wheel. Oh, like, <laughs> the guy was talking about begging it. They were like doing like cutesy like pet talk, and then the dad busted and started calling all types of coons and Porsche monkeys. Oh no! <laughs> it was like it's an interracial couple, and of course, like in high school, generally. The father's and, not okay with that. And then the, 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 the daughter's like, you're just mad because he was be this clapping my cheeks every Ooh. night while you were asleep. He was clapping she started my rapping cheeks. to the beat. He started oh rapping to the God. beat and my clap cheek and right outside <laughs> your door. And the third wheel was like, bro, you that I was just sitting here crying in tears because uh, what? Just unnecessary. Yeah, like, send me that one. <laughs> where send is me this? that one. My question is, have people always had this kind of chaotic energy in themselves <laughs> and now they just have a platform to release it? Or has social media breeded this type of chaotic energy? Because Probably a bit of both. I think it's a bit of both because I, I don't know because I've always kind of had reckless thoughts. I just never had reckless actions. Like I've said some <laughs> wild things inside my own brain, but I never thought I would loud. release them. They just oh, let the intrusive have... thoughts win. Yes, I, yes, Miss Blue. I have said some of the, but you're my friend. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You've been I've in a trench. 
Yeah, yeah, you've been in the trenches with me since the fifth grade. So if I can't let out some of my intrusive thoughts on you, we not really cool, you know? Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but to the general right. public, absolutely not. Man, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I was no. I feel like I was wilder in school than I was than I am now. But that's probably because I was more comfortable with the kids in school. Yeah, honestly, like I think about a lot of the the times we were all together. Or even separate in our own little groups. Oh my god, we were crazy as hell. I don't know what we was doing. We yeah, was yeah, doing a lot. But also, that's still different than the entire world. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. like your the little entire world is on something else. They on something else. But I really think that was already there to begin with because a lot of these people they follow other people. A lot of a lot of people are not people that follow their own intuition they look at other people so when Mm. they have a platform to release what their intuition is they're like this is me take it and we like damn there's something wrong with you (laughs) we like it it's funny shoot yeah i was listening to another podcast today earlier and actually he was saying something so much of that like um you can be it only feels like there's only one way to be positive but there's a bunch of different ways to be like chaotic or negative or something that feels like it's spicing up your life. And so mm-hmm. now with social media, we're seeing all of these different types of, you know, versions of people trying to be entertaining. And sometimes, you know, it is entertaining. And sometimes you're like, yo, you're off your rocker. You need to go chill and like yeah. reevaluate your life. Um, yeah. But yeah, like no, those I, prank YouTube channels. Oh my god! Where they're just Man. going into public, messing up people, and like almost starting fights. I think yeah. that just happened today. Um, you guys know who Kevin Samuels is? Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, who they. He is. I guess there's like a report out that started on YouTube, and then they did like a blog saying that they heard that he died from a cardiac arrest. And I'm looking like there's no major news sources saying this type of thing. Because for oh, what is Kevin Samuels, like, everybody talks about him now. If it was a thing, you know, TMZ would have said something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when I saw the video, I'm like, oh, y'all trolling. Y'all doing way too much. For the for the people who don't know who Kevin Samuels is, a.k.a. Cody, his face is very scrunched up right now. Uh, yeah. that, the name does not sound familiar. <laughs> uh, he's this black guy who's basically... <sighs> I don't even know how to put this without... I'm going to just put him down. He's a relationship consultant based on social media and status. But also, most of his views are very misogynistic and kind of anti-woman. And so, or he's known for like, quote unquote, putting women in their place about their standards. Uh, But really. He has done men too. Yeah. Honestly, the but obviously the women's stuff is more pushed through the algorithm because it's more quote unquote entertaining. Yeah, so. yes. So yeah, but the internet's always killing people off. It's just yeah, like that's, that's that's been a thing since like the beginning of the internet. But I think what Cody was like referencing were like people who are like literally going out into the general public for people who are not aware that they're being on this prank thing. And like physically, like putting hands on people, or yeah, they're oh, doing the most crazy mess. Okay, yeah, yeah, they do the out 
the most outrageous things to people and mm-hmm. then like oh the guys start running at them trying to fight and they're going hold on hold on it's it's a prank bro it's a prank chill like, yeah no, you, you just you just yeah. disrespected this person that's not a prank R- rolling through the roughest hoods passing black people yeah you th- you think you're getting off scot-free? <laughs> no, 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 no. When you get your ass beat on camera, just remember that you kind of asked for this because you initiated it. So, yeah, those type of things or like, or people who who are like not intentionally trying to be entertaining, but they are, but for stupid reasons. So, like, that same podcast, they were talking about this girl who, like, fed her friend like this sushi rice bowl, but she cooked she cooked the rice, but she didn't cook the chicken. And her friend, right. was, her friend was already sick. That's oh so yeah, I seen that actually. I and did she gave her that. friend a bowl, and they were like, and she was like, "You guys are y'all are like all up my ass about this." And sushi just means uncooked. And it's like no, they're talking about seafood because no. they're not talking yeah. about. Chicken breast. Chicken. <laughs> and even then, even though it's not, even though it's uncooked, it's still prepared a certain way to make it right. okay to eat. Yeah, like right. you can't just throw raw raw food at somebody. Yeah, you cannot go get a shrimp out the ocean, cut his head off, and put it in a bowl and be like, mm, "Delicious." Yeah. Unless, unless that's survival at that point. I'm, but if you got yeah. to, but like you don't you give know. a raw chicken to a sick friend. Don't probably not tell the no. friend that it's raw chicken in there. Mm-mm. And then dude, mm-hmm. she. See, she's so sick. She couldn't even keep down the food I gave her yesterday. Uh, and she couldn't keep it down because it was I wonder why. Even if she wasn't sick, that would make her sick. <laughs> like honestly, like you're you're doubling down on the sick. You could kill somebody. Man, oh man. These so people. yeah. As much uh, as people do TikToks, you should be learning how to make sushi. The yeah. fact that you assume that you could do it, you literally was just wasted. I don't know. She probably spent. An hour trying to do that shit, especially <laughs> with the phone. So I'm like, you could have spent the hour looking at a real like tutorial yeah. on that instead of you know putting your friend in danger and now she in the hospital because of your ass. So mm-hmm. that's a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thought Miss Blue was going with the uh, the TikTok thing was the silly thing of black creators a lot on TikTok. Um, Man, honestly, at this point. I'm not even trying to be like that, but I just feel like us trying to fight to get these platforms to accept us. And you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. we should be fighting to make our own versus forcing these spaces that were already made. Not for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like the same thing with fashion, you have Gucci, Louis Vuitton, people are fighting like, Oh, we need to be promoting them and stuff. We the reason we made them. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And it's just like we have our own ability to make our own fashion. We have our own ability to make our own platforms. We have our own ability to be our own individuals and our own entities. So why are we so constantly trying to force ourselves to be in spaces we clearly don't belong? Well, that's just how I feel about it. That's personally. fair. That's a fair yeah. point of view. The only, only issue that i see with that is the the conversation where it becomes like when we do try to create our own stuff and then it gets columbus and then yeah. 
and then or we don't get the backing that we need for the equity and stuff for it to actually happen and then it just never takes off so like i'm sure there's been i mean what was that one oh there was like a was it black planet there's been there's been multiple occasions where black people have tried to go and make their own versions of popular social media apps and it's a twofold thing it doesn't take off because there's not enough money behind it and then there's the other part where like black people aren't supporting it because it's not the biggest thing out there so yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah there's a part there's a part of it where like within our own community we're not supporting our own community but also trying to get the funding to make something as big as those other things also comes into play because you know we're not getting them necessarily we're not getting that funding from you know the banks Mm -hmm. that we need to get the funding from or uh the resources that are available are not as plentiful as some of these other corporations so but that's just for some people that's why they fight to be in those spaces because they already have the money and if your platform is supposed to be open to diversity for all, then make it true that it's diversity for all. TikTok is like really bad about their algorithm anyways. Like if you follow somebody on TikTok, you hardly ever see their stuff on mm-hmm. your for you page. You have to go to the following page in order to see mm-hmm. their yeah. stuff. So like it, it just adds a whole nother level. Like you want and you need people to follow you in order to get consistent views and all that stuff. But as soon as they do, they don't see you, and then you're shadow banned. Yeah, basically. It, yeah, it's really that's, that's something I really noticed too when I first got on there because I was like, I follow these people and I like their content because yeah, show I me want more. to see. Yeah, I want to see their content constantly because they made me laugh or what mm-hmm. had something insightful to say. But then I, it'd be like two months and I won't see them, and then it'll pop back up, and then I'll have a little red dot for my who I'm following. But I'm like, I don't want to go over there. Because yeah. the first thing that I open is my for you page. Just put them on my for you page because it's mm-hmm. for me. That's who I like. <laughs> like that's who I'm following for me. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's also interesting how quickly the algorithm can change. Oh, now, yeah. I also, I also blame this a lot on Cody and my friend Alexia, <laughs> and also a former coworker of mine because my algorithm has been screwed up. Um, my algorithm before was almost all black. Like it was, it was getting there. Like there were like a few white creators that slipped through, but it was mostly all black. And then Cody and I found each other's TikToks, and then my <laughs> algorithm went to hell. Went to it's went so, right down the drain. A mine has never been like cohesive in any way because I don't like any of the TikToks that are on my for you page, I just send them to people if they're funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it is constantly all over the place. And even if it was like somewhat cohesive, every now and then they'll just throw a wrench and just like switch it up occasionally just to see if you like new stuff. I yeah. Like it. I've, I've been on so many different sides of TikTok, and I was like, how, how did I get here? Yeah. He, what happened? He's gotten to some weird stuff. He's, get, he's gotten on, like bro like gay bro tiktok like where they're not Ooh. actually gay but like they do gay oh, stuff yeah <laughs> it is like it's hilarious but i'm also like cody how did you get here <laughs> i mean that's exactly what i did in high school with ryan yeah. good i mean just a whole lot of people 
in oh, my I'm, my whole Facebook, my whole entire Facebook. I'm like, hey, Cody, my mom's on here. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> yeah, that I, tracks. <laughs> I barely post or anything. Like me being an artist, I know like I'm supposed to be regularly posting or whatever, but I really don't like. I don't care for social media. I don't care for none of it, honestly. Mm -hmm. The only time I use it is when, like y'all said, we look at something funny. You send me something funny. I send you something funny, whatever. Um, I might post something positive. I might post something really funny. I might even post the pictures because, you know, somebody didn't see me for a while. But honestly, I only use it, like, for communication, messenger, DM, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. It's Um, hard to keep track of. Like, honestly... It's too many. I don't even be on my Twitter. I I be forgetting that I have a Twitter, honestly. Like somebody uh, reminded me a week ago, like, Blue, you got a Twitter. I got a Twitter. Oh yeah, I got a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A cool blue. But it's like but it says this other name. I'm like, oh, that's my real name. I don't use that account. <laughs> I d I don't use it. I just yeah. don't. I've had basically all of the social media accounts and I I don't really use any of them. Like I, the last, I, the last time I posted something on my Instagram was to promote this podcast. And then I have a Instagram for this page that I post on more often because I'm trying to promote this podcast. Um, I have a Facebook, but I'm mostly on Facebook to promote this podcast. I have three Twitters. I use one. And that's to promote more work. So it's like, I don't really use use social media like people like people are like like oh I'm on the gram all the time. I'm like I don't know how you can be. Um, it seems rather exhausting to me. Yeah, yeah I don't have, I don't have that much free time to take a bunch of pictures and keep posting on for Instagram. No, no. and then the level of people like the, the level of people that put into the pictures and the designs and the filters mm-hmm. and all that i'm just like okay i just keep these filters just because yeah. like if i see them i'll save them like ooh, this will be cute for later or like when i'm out a lot of people take pictures so i'm like oh this is a good future this is a good filter to use with my friend net this is a good mm-hmm. filter to use with the band whatever but by myself i'll be like okay whatever like the last thing i'm thinking about right now is taking a picture like yeah. y'all ain't even seeing me right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I've never really been big on documenting myself. That's just not like I have to. Yeah. If I go like on a trip or somewhere cool, I have to remember to be like, oh yeah, take some pictures, take some pictures, take some pictures. Because there's been whole events in my life where I've just done it and mm-hmm. and loved it in the moment. And people are like, so where are the pictures? I'm like, pictures. Oh yeah, I did have a camera on me this whole time. Um, I was busy experiencing <laughs> it, not taking pictures. I was just living it. Like I don't. I think I took. Like I went to Alvin Ailey with my family. I think I took two pictures. I went to my very first concert was Usher. I took no Snapchat pictures or videos. That also that pisses me off. I have a Snapchat. <laughs> if I go to your story and you have a whole goddamn concert mm-hmm. on your story, <laughs> I might block you. I might block you because i do not need three hours of you screaming i don't even know who this artist is for real 
like, what are you mad at me? What are you doing? Yeah, I'll be going through yours real quick, Naeem. I'm not going to lie to you. You're probably the only person that just flipped through them. Everybody else be like, dang, where you at? I never seen that place before. You in VIP? I'd be like, yeah, I'm just, I'm here. No, I'm just clicking. I have to remind myself to not take videos of concerts or shows. Because, like, I'll take the videos probably, like, I don't know why I did that. I'm not going to watch it again. I'm not going to post this anywhere. Nobody wants to see it. I actually do watch mine again because I like to relive the moments I see. Like, I don't pay that much to go see people. I'm my own artist. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I got my mm-hmm. own things I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend 200 on every single artist that come out here. Like, one time it was like Masego came out. Then her was next week. And then Money Long came. I'm like, I don't got money for that. So <laughs> I'm going to be here at the Fox recording you so I can go back and watch it again and be like, that was nice. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm also not a an avid concert goer because I don't like people. So, but there's also not that many people I would want to see in concert in the first place. Like the fact that right. my mom took me to go see Usher as my first concert probably ruined all <laughs> other concerts. <for> me. <laughs> that's funny because Man. like that's probably the only person that like, and if somebody was like, "Do you want to go see a concert?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I want to go see Usher," but like. One, his opener was August Alsina. Who oh, yeah, I remember. Of... Yeah. Ugh. That was really awkward because so I was sorry. there with my mom. And he's singing all these sex songs. And all these teenage girls are like, oh, my God, August. <laughs> was, my mom was like, who is this? And I was like, Mom, you don't need to know. He's not. No, you don't need to know. And then Usher was on stage for three hours just singing and dancing his ass off. Yeah. And I was like, the only other person I would, would ever have wanted to see was MJ. And I can't do that. So at this point, I don't I don't need to go to any more concert. I see the guy that I wanted to see. The only other person who I might want to go see in concert is Chris Brown. That's just because I dance. And so I would want to see the choreography and maybe figure out how I could be dancing. But like... You know, when someone has like 25 years of material and he goes through all of some of the deep cuts and the the hits, you're like, I'm fulfilled and satisfied. There's not really anybody else I need to yeah. go see for real. I can't relate. Like I said, uh, me as a music lover, I like to experience every single moment of that artist, especially if I enjoy them as the person that i see you know what i'm saying like if if you appear to me to be somebody that i can be influenced by i want to see you i want to see how you perform i want to see how you play your instruments i want to see how your band works i want to see who you work with i want to see the lights like it's a lot of stuff that goes into concerts and yeah. so i appreciate that a lot and so i want to see that work being put into like um, you guys heard of um james blake Yes. Can't I say have. I, have. I have. Okay, well, James Blake, very established. Ain't nobody call you Google. Anyways, um, <laughs> James Blake, um, very established pianist, and he makes like house, R&B, um, a, a bunch of, a plethora of things. He even worked with Chance the Rapper, and um, that's how most people heard of them, heard, heard of him when he first started. But 
I went to go see him in concert. I think that was two, three years ago. I think it was. No, it was three years ago. I seen him in concert and I knew exactly where he sat on stage and everything because I've already prepared myself prior, like watching him on YouTube and stuff. And then, like, he actually heard my voice. Like, I said something outrageous to him. Like, James Blake, I want to have your babies. Oh, and he no, looked no. dead at me in the oh, car. Like, he looked dead at me. I had to. I was like, you going to hear me. You so want He heard me. And he was like, um, thank you. <laughs> and this man is so freaking tall. I think he's like six seven. He's just hunched over on this little piano and then he stands up and it's like the Slender Man on stage. Like, I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and he was probably like, had the most like bland personality, but it was still amazing to see him work because it wasn't mm -hmm. just about the personality for me. I want to see how you work. I want to see how you create. I want to see how you do your magic other than what I hear on the records and everything. I want to mm -hmm. see that. And so, um, in that terms of that, like I said, I'm on the opposite end. I, I want to see it, but my thing is, I'm not willing to spend two hundred dollars. That that's my only thing. Like, yeah, I just I can't it. swing the money. There's so much music that I listen to that, like, what you and I were talking about, Jeremy, uh, before the like gives us that frisson, those mm -hmm. the like the those goosebumps and all that stuff. Um, there's so much music that gives me that, and so like, I want to go see them in person just to see if it actually a sounds like their album mm -hmm. uh and b just to, to feel uh all the bass and all the drums and everything and all of it just right there with at me uh to feel it again yeah i think for me we were just having this conversation a few episodes ago but like right now music for me is a tool it's yeah. a it's a instrument for me to express the thing that i actually like is art as dance so going to a concert and sitting at a concert listening to the music does it do it for me just because i'd rather be like moving to it mm -hmm. so like going to see other dancers though like that's that was my favorite part about usher's concert it's not just that i was connected to his songs because i you know grew up with them or whatever but because I could see the choreography. I could see his dancers and how skilled they were. And I could see how skilled Usher is at dancing. And um, that's what made it so entertaining for me. And so like, yeah, there's a lot of artists that I listen to, but most of them don't dance and they don't do any, or they're running up and down the stage, which is cool. But like, that's not, that's not enough for me to spend any type of money to go see. Like I can't, it, the experience for me is not the same. So yeah, I'll it's go a show, watch. but not a show. Yeah, so mm -hmm. for me, I will go. I'll go spend money to go watch, you know, a dance piece because I understand that. Just like some people are like, track is so boring. It's like, well, you've never run, and this is how mm -hmm. I know you've never run because you don't know what the adrenaline feels like at that two hundred meter mark where you have to kick it in and you're on your second lap of an eight hundred and you feel like you're about to die and your lungs are giving out. Mm -hmm. And so to you, mm -hmm. it's boring. To me. That's a rush because I'm like, I know exactly what's going through that runner's head at this exact moment, at this exact time. And so hmm. that, I, that's I how. That. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how. You just want something to relate to, you know, yeah, something I wanna, that you yep. can feel. Yeah, that's exactly what you were saying. Like, you want to see them work. You want to see how they go through their process in person, live in person. And that's the mm -hmm. same thing for dance with me. I want to see 
how you decided to come up with this string of movements, right? How did you figure out that this line of choreography will work well with this line of music? And then how did you decide to do your lights or how did your lighting design, you know, enhance the experience of the movement that you created? So, yeah, but also I had that, sorry, not to cut you off, but I had that experience when I went to go see Tanache for the first time in concert that that man it was like a psychedelic trip like it was crazy the the screen in the background was going nuts her outfit was nuts the dancers were nuts and she did exactly if not more than what she did in her videos hmm. and it like uh, i don't know if y'all ever seen any of her videos but is this one song called bouncing um she released and she does a trampoline dance and she did exactly what she did in the video. Like hmm. it was, she didn't break a sweat. She didn't bust her ass or nothing. She <laughs> she was going crazy. And I I got I got a piece of it on video, but it was like, wow, like she really be working so hard to create these dances, and it was just amazing to see. Especially yeah. with the trampoline too. Like that's yeah. an added mm-hmm. variable to yeah. account for spins or any type of choreography that you do on that you have to account for when you're going to hit the trampoline and all of that stuff as well yeah that'd be pretty cool to see no sweat yeah. no huffing and puffing she got back on that mic like she didn't do nothing it's like lizzo like lizzo uh dancing around and playing the flute oh my and god and then going right back to singing yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And absolutely nice the endurance is amazing like well, not I that, even oh go ahead, go ahead. I was just about to say, just now that you mentioned that, like there maybe I think for me, because you know, everything's so gendered, you know, I have a hard time thinking about, you know, who I would want to go see because as a man, you're supposed to go see these people. But now that I think yeah. about it, there are a few more people that I would actually like to go see. Like Beyonce be working her be dancing her ass off. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. Tiana Taylor be dancing her ass oh, off. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Like and so like Maybe there are a few more concerts that I would want to go see, but I wouldn't think about them because in my in the way that our society is set up, you know, like you're a man, what you going to go see Beyonce for? Because she does something that I enjoy seeing, which is dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, yeah, there are I a lot feel more like she would just artists. put on a great show to begin with, because like I, I uh, have never really gotten into her music. Uh, just because it Wait, was always pause, 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 pause. It was always mainstream, bro. Don't, don't. Was always mainstream. Beehive, please don't come for him. Please, please leave my co-host. Man, just, I, ain't about <laughs> I am not worried about them. It's not. It's nothing against her. It's just <laughs> we talked about it before. It was all mainstream, and like I stayed away from, tried to stay away from mainstream <laughs> stuff, and so I just never looked into it. Uh, but she would. She's always put on, from what I've seen, a really good show, and she would be a really mm-hmm. good one to see purely for the the value of the show and the entertainment yeah. and all, the, I mean, all that she does up there. Just watching homecoming on that. Yeah. Watching homecoming, her special on Netflix, which was, you could, you should go watch that Cody. I think you would enjoy it, but like okay. just watching it through Netflix, I was like, I would love to see this in person. Like there aren't many dance things that like translate very well over video because you know people like to crop in and yep. you lose part of the movement or whatever 
But since it was Coachella and it was such a huge stage, they couldn't crop in a whole bunch. So you got to see like the full spectrum of the whole entity that they production that they uh, produced. Mm -hmm. And it was just so like, like so good. I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely would love this to be something I would love to see in person. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Freaking Luki. Because it's like, when you see artists that work just as hard, if not harder, just like that, like that, you gotta, you gotta spend a bag on that. You got to, you got mm-hmm. to just for the experience. Like you said, if MJ was still alive, you would still see him. Oh, absolutely. I, I would blow. Look, I'm telling you, I'll blow a check to go see my love. I don't care. I would, I would blow that credit card off the limits. I don't <laughs> I care. VIP hotel room and everything. I, okay. I, man. Man, like give me the give me part of the hair that got singed. Like I, I want the full <laughs> I want the full experience. I wanna I wanna be in the room where he forgets to change his voice. Like I wanna, I wanna go that deep. Now that I would spend the money I don't have for that experience. Mm-hmm. Cause like motherfuckers were fainting at his concerts and he hadn't said anything. Not a word. He came up on stage and turned his head and people fell over. Now, imagine how pissed you are that you paid north of $300 to go see this man in concert. And then you get hella carried out of the concert venue because you decided you couldn't stay upright. And now you've missed said concert. Yeah. You didn't get through a number (laughs) because... Like you're you're pissed. We didn't even you're start pissed. yet. He got on stage, turned one direction, crowd goes nuts, hundreds of people faint. Turns the other direction, people lose it. He moved his hip, he moved his shoulder, he might pull his hand out. People freaked. And it's like everybody's like, who's the next MJ? Is Drake the next MJ? Drake does not have that stage presence. Who said Drake is the next MJ? That's that's been the conversation that's been <laughs> going on for a talk. long. She just wants to talk. <laughs> that, that's been a conversation for a minute. I want to fight been them. Hearing. Who said like, that? It was like Drake. Drake is uh, Drake. Uh, is Drake the next MJ? Is no. he like at that status? No, is like, he's not. No, uh, You could never. Never. No. No. Not I, even not, close. No, no. Hell no. 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 <laughs> no. No. Sit several seats and burn. Okay. Don't don't ever say that again. I I can't agree with that statement. No, you know it's what? not even close. How about every artist just be themselves? How about that? Because if we get into that, ooh, I'm gonna fight somebody. Yeah, we can't. It's always a comparison game and it's just like is yeah. LeBron is LeBron better than Michael Jordan? Totally different. Just stop. Just let that man be. He stop is his, just stop it. I don't even get some watch, help. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even watch sports like that. But I'm just like, he is doing his own level of greatness right now, and it needs not be compared to anyone else. He's just doing his thing in his lane the way that he can do it the best that he can. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to, if y'all want to go for stat for stat, fine, because those are you know tangible numbers that can be recorded and analyzed, and you want to do it that way. But like different errors, different mindsets, different focuses, like 
it's a whole different time. Yeah. Different yeah. possibilities on the court yeah. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like even when body body structure and everything. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because Michael Jordan in this dead age what got shit on because motherfuckers are huge <laughs> yeah they're huge people are bred for it now <laughs> they are huge there's a few there's a few names that i know and i think his name is zion williams this man is built like a football player like oh, yeah he looked like he's supposed to be running people over on the football field and this man is donking on people like this man is like 200 plus just His smile don't make it no better. Wow, just doing posters on people. At MJ least would have stop him. MJ would have got ran over. Yeah, he would have steamrolled right past him. He wouldn't even have it's been a thought in his mind. It's not. It's just not. It's different time periods. Different different builds. Different diets. Different water. Like it's all <laughs> different water. <laughs> it's all different. It's not the same. <laughs> It's not the same. <laughs> you drinking that alkaline water? <laughs> the water is lakes with creatine, like the <laughs> breast milk with protein powder in it. Oh like my they are God. Not, uh, You got dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> like all the country corn-fed people here oh. that I see coming into work, people Ooh. are are still in high school. They're fucking. They're taller than me. Mm-hmm. Bulkier, which you know, not hard to be bulkier than me, but they're taller than me, <laughs> and they're like. 17, 18. I'm like, what? What is happening? I have, I teach mostly girls, and almost all of the girls that I teach are almost at my height or about to be taller than me. Oh my. Like, I have students who are like 11, 12, pushing five, six. And I'm like, good lord. Holy crap. Where are these giants coming from? And I've been saying that for like the last five years because I've been around a bunch of teenagers. Like, where? are all of these giants coming from are all kids formula fed now <laughs> and what are y'all eating for real? like and especially here in ohio because all they eat is corn yeah corn and wheat like they are just massive beings down here and it's crazy and you know for a while it made me upset but now i'm f- I'm slowly moving into like my grown man strength. And so even if they bigger <laughs> than me, I know for sure they cannot they cannot outstrength me at this point. Because the amount of things I've had to lift in awkward positions. Except for my ex partner on my truck. He was he's a little bit younger than me, but he was one of them farm boys who like doesn't he's already like put in a lot of work. Yeah, he doesn't like doing things the right way. So he mm. always did everything extraneous. So like his muscles are right. like built oh, doing for the like, most. Yes, for literally doing everything yeah. the most, like picking up working claw harder, foot. not smarter. <laughs> Absolutely, picking up claw foot tubs by himself. Oh, I can like, do it. All right. Yeah, like why are you doing this? He's calm down, Lenny. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> like honestly, just calm yourself utterly ridiculous and just stupid strong just mm-hmm. outrageously strong so you know there are a few of them I'm like okay if the farm boys i leave alone because they are usually <laughs> they are literally a different breed of human they're like oh yeah pick, picking up calves and shoving bulls and moving bales of hay and you're like yeah well 
and I'm not, I'm still not gonna mess with you. Um, but like fresh out of high school, you're just taller than me because you're you know you're six four, but you're you know 145 pounds. Oh my! Yeah, string bean. I could push you over with a pinky at that point. I but, think I was 145, 150 when I was in yeah high school. Freshman yeah. year. Yeah. I, I left I left high school at 145. My freshman year game, I went up to 160, and I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? Cody's like. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm 184 now. <laughs> I'm just now hitting 145 for the first oh, time no. in my life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you no. Know. Oh, man. It took me forever to get over four feet tall and over 90 pounds when I was a kid. It oh, took forever. Man. Yeah, Cody's like slightly yeah, taller real. than me now, which was weird. The first time we like linked back up, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this guy's always been smaller than me. Now he's just slightly taller than me." But I, I definitely have him on bulk. Like, oh yeah, 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 definitely for sure have him on bulk. I believe uh, it. I believe but it. We're uh, we're working, we're working on his bulk because we're trying, we're trying. We're, we have a push up challenge where we're just doing, making sure that we each do, you know do some push-ups each day because uh, mm-hmm. he was talking about he I needed to s- slim down into his tux i'm like cody you're about to be 30 you do not need to be <laughs> uh, 30 years old and 130 pounds to fit into a tux for your wedding no sir we are i'm like on the verge that. of being underweight it's fine no we, we're gonna you know... muscle gain so you can fill out <laughs> your tux a lot of people you know struggle with their weight and so you know it's a good thing that you're able to manage yeah. Your weight, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah, no, I, d- I definitely do not like discount it at all. Yeah, yeah, because and for me, I eat- like, I get like, let's see, the highest I've been was not one, 197. I will never ever reach over 200. I've never ever done it because it's like it just won't happen. That's literally the end for me. My body's like, nah, you good, you, you can't get no bigger than that. Now, you gonna bump back down, you better. My my body did not say that. My body just got to two ten and was like, "We can keep going if you let us." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no lower, no, <laughs> no. You're cute. Oh, you test me. You're cute, but uh, no, we're not going past this two ten because we're five nine. Um, that's not a good look. Bones <laughs> are not built for that. We're gonna cut that back down. So I'm <laughs> I'm around one ninety seven right now, and I'm trying to cut what? down one eighty five. You is not no one ninety seven. Yes, man. Well, there's a there's a big difference between like if I was to turn one ninety seven suddenly, like that would all be fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have a I would have a gut. But you've constantly been dancing so you're always working out you're always keeping tone you would go to the gym you're constantly doing stuff so it there's a big difference between uh like a, a static 197 and a moving 197 oh yeah yeah it's yeah, still so, surprising for yeah, me like, yeah you, you don't look at it at all my know? muscle mass my muscle mass is very my muscle mass index is very high but it also is just still like it's a lot of weight on my frame it's a lot yeah. of weight yeah. on my frame so i'm just like i gotta I gotta, I gotta chill out a little bit. It's also just been easier because, as people know, I have been out of work for now. I think three weeks now. Um, yeah, it's been a fair amount. It's been a good while, and I've applied to now sixteen jobs. Um, man, oh man. 
but it's been easier for me to regulate what I'm eating because when I was doing the restore job, I was on the truck. So everything I was eating was fast freaking food because I, we didn't have money for me to bring lunch, but even if I could bring a lunch, the lunch room was freaking disgusting and I didn't want to leave anything in there. So Mm. I was just eating, you know, one, I was eating Wendy's, just lots of Wendy's, lots of Chipotle and none of that is good for you. No, um, yep. <laughs> so I was just, it was just piling and piling and piling. And I was like, huh. But when I actually got to that 210, that was quarantine weight. That was first time being in a house, you know, for an extended period of time where I wasn't working, you know, three jobs at once. So, you know, I just was sitting. I was sitting and I was watching One Piece and I was eating. <laughs> three meals a day like i was still moving i was snacking in between like i and i looked in the mirror and i was like yo uh sir <laughs> you're a chocolate beluga whale oh currently and uh you need to cut that out and so <clears throat> and then i lost all that weight i went to that moving job and i cut down <laughs> because i was like missing meals but also i started in like the summer I mean, it was hot, so we were mm. moving at like sweating all out. I, I dropped to one seventy five in three weeks. Yeah, that's not about right. Good lord, that was yeah. the size I was what, at the end of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was uh it was not. I couldn't say that it was all healthy the way that I was losing my weight because you know it was like eating breakfast, missing lunch and working for 10 hours and then having dinner when I got home. But uh, it definitely dropped off all that weight. So <laughs> that'll do, do what it. You had to do. Had yeah. To do what you had to do. So, but yeah, no, for everyone out there, I'm not admonishing Cody for being on the smaller side because, you know, it's not like he's unhealthy. He's not starving himself. He doesn't have anorexia. He doesn't have an eating disorder. He just has a I quick... Eat, I eat a ton i just have a really good yeah, metabolism I was about to say, he probably eats a lot <laughs> yeah. oh my god like most but, likely. Uh, but you know it's also just like at a certain point he's also mentioned that like he's like yeah i want to bulk up a little bit so what kind of friend yeah. would i be to be like not support that so but the way i gotta support him is to buy poke make fun <laughs> of him because yeah that's it, just that's what it takes that's just what we are that's just who we are <laughs> so, um <laughs> But yeah, uh, let's let's transition over to some more music stuff because we that there was a good transition to get there, and then we just segue because that's just how life happens. We have conversations. We're just Um, like TikTok. We just go on random pages, all the time. Where's the clips of anime? Oh man! (laughs) Specifically, the the guy throwing the hula hoop and. Oh my god! I'm barely Cody's... missing his balls. Oh my god! Give me more JoJo memes. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes of heaven. Um, so Miss Akua Blue, as we mentioned, is a musician. Do you want to talk a little bit more about uh, what all, like your genre, what you're into, what you're putting out, what your aspirations are? Let's just just give them the rundown about you as a performer and an entertainer for sure well first i would like to say hello to cody's cat this is donut 
Uh, she is know. the star of the show. Every time we're doing something or I'm doing something, uh, she decides to either chew a cord or knock something over Aww. and make a lot of noise. So she is a menace. She's a, star. She's a menace and I love her. <laughs> Donut so cute. Thanks, Donut. But yeah, so uh, right now, I'm going to start with the stuff right now. Uh, before I caught the Rona, um, I was in the studio and um, I was working on my new single called the Vida Gracia, which means divine grace in Latin. And um, this uh, particular song is geared to more hip hop and rap ish type of um, situation. Um, I'm, my whole album that I'm going to create, which is going to be in like done by the end of May, is going to be geared to mostly hip hop and rap music just because of the fact like I have a whole plethora of music that is not related to anything that anybody likes to listen to now. Everybody likes to listen to Meek Mill and Migos and Cardi B and, you know, more upbeat, up-tempo type mm-hmm. of stuff. I'm not necessarily in that realm. I can be, but my music is more soulful, more musicality, has a lot of, like, instrumentation. It's more experimental. And then um, on top of that, I have a band, too. Um, my band is called In The Pocket. And it's seven of us in the band. Two singers, guitarist, bassist, pianist, drummer. Wow. We have a saxophonist as well. And, the whole gambit. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the six of us, without the saxophonist, because the saxophonist was added this year, uh, we've been together for three years. And... Um, we just still rocking it out mm-hmm. through this pandemic. <laughs> 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 so um, it's just been a huge like musical journey. A lot of new things been popping up. I have two shows coming up May 22nd and May 27th. I hope that I'm going to be well enough to do those by then. Other than that, um, I'm just going to thug it out and we're going to see what happens. But um yeah, I'm working on a lot of stuff. It is so much to say in in so little words. It's like <laughs> if you're not here to see it, you just won't believe it. That's all I gotta say. Because it's like my friends even came with me to the studio, and I don't pay for studio time. Just letting y'all know that. Like most of the songs I ever recorded, I've recorded here at my house. Mm-hmm. Um. I've also have friends that mix and master for me. I also have colleagues and professors and stuff that help me with stuff as well. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Ronan. This, uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, Our yeah, other, um, other guest. Right. <laughs> Bacteria and friends. Um <laughs> so uh with that being said, like I'm mostly like I'm I'm an independent artist. A lot of stuff I work on is I do it myself. I make the beat myself. I write the songs myself, um, putting them together. I record them myself. I even mix them myself. Sometimes I have other people mix them. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I have them master them. Sometimes I don't. The majority of everything is by myself. <laughs> and um, it costs a lot of money to have engineers. It costs a lot of money to have a team in general. So, yeah, so my team is literally my band and i also have two photographers 
and uh, a videographer. And um, as far as like, you know, my image and stuff and live music. But as far as the engineering part and working in the, I call it my woman cave, it's all me. It's all me. I might have somebody do a feature. I might have somebody do backgrounds, but majority of the time, it's all me. And so, you know, while I'm saying this, you can find my, my music on all platforms. Um, I currently, I think I have four or five songs out already. Um, Akua Blue on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. I'm everywhere. I even have music videos out. Um, I also have appearances in music videos as well. I've been doing cameos. And like um, Jeremy said, I, I'm pretty much anywhere doing everything. I've always mm-hmm. been a person that does every freaking thing. I don't know what it is, but I've just always been like that. And Got um, the drive for it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but my body says no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes aging. your body has to put you in check. Yeah. We're aging. Honestly. We're aging quickly. That's true. Like, I'm starting to realize, like, 30 is literally looking at us, like, right uh, around the corner. Ugh. Just staring Vegan. at us like, hey, Vegan. how you doing? Right, right there. You, you ready? <laughs> no. I, I'm ready. <laughs> and I'm over here like, I mean, I guess, I mean, but can you, like, get rid of all them aches and shakes and shit? I don't got time <laughs> for all that. Like, oh, you want yeah. more? All right, here we go. <laughs> the, the crazy part is, Curly and I were just talking about this, like, like the third your 30s are like like physically is is different like your body is doing what it wants to do and like aging but like financially and like socially is basically your 20s like the 30s is like the new 20s because like most people who work your 20s so then you can live your 30s you are so right right, because i just told my friend that the other day i did but right now it seems more like you work your 20s so that you can work what you want to do in your 30s so that you can yeah. enjoy your 40s. <laughs> like it's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like it's getting pushed mm-hmm. further and further and further and further away. It is like like thinking like at 35, like when you get to like before, like when I graduate, like was graduating or like planning my graduation from undergrad, I was like, okay, by 25, I should be. I mean, it should be pretty solid. <laughs> it should be pretty solid. I'm graduating a little bit earlier than most people. So, you know, like that's a solid like four years to like get myself together. I am about to be 27. No clue what's happening. Like absolutely no idea where anything is going. Everything is a toss up. It's a madhouse. It's yep. wild out here. And uh yeah. So now, like most people, like before, people were like, "Oh, thirties, oh, thirty. I'm like, "Oh, come on, thirties, please be different than my twenties. <laughs> please do something different, please. For the love of God, please let it be different than my twenties." Because I second I, that. I mean, <laughs> yes, because what is like, happening? I'm over here looking crazy. Like me being in the music industry, specifically in Detroit. I'm learning that a lot of these artists are older and Mm -hmm. they live in like they still in their 20s. And I'm just over here like, oh, okay. Well, I really don't have too much to worry about, do I? (laughs) But I I feel like in, especially in the music industry, like that lifestyle almost follows you and finds you. Like Mm -hmm. it never, you can't really get out of 
the lifestyle of of still living like you're in your 20s yeah yeah just because of your like, your presence and and everybody's gonna want to party with you yeah, yeah there's, a, there's also like go 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 like yeah. Especially once you get to a certain air, like a certain like level, it's like nonstop, and you got to have that like same type of energy because the moment you stop, yeah. like everything just kind of dissipates. And for me, it's harder because it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, what I do is so physical, and it's like, will my body hold up yeah. for me to be able to? you know, extend this career further than, you know, most, because at this point it's like people will be, will be saying like before people would be like, wrap it up, bro. Like you about to be in your thirties. Like it's kind of done, but like, I'm also like seeing dancers get older too. And cause we yeah. have, you know, better health options and better training and better nutrition and better ways yeah. to like take care of yourself. So like a part of me is like, like feeling a little bit of despair because I have so many pre-existing injuries, and I, because I have been like tearing my body down, doing all these menial jobs to take make money in order to go pursue my dream. Just you know, I try to make me as me. But like I also, once I, I feel like once I get into like a nice settled place where I can actually like take care of myself how I need to take care of myself, I, I'll be able to extend my career. You know past the point where most people would be like you should be done by now and that's so. a good segue onto what i was gonna say too like learning that within this journey i actually need more care and isolation with myself mm. a lot of people think yeah. that you're supposed to always be around these people and because they do the same thing you do and you're always gonna have to do this and go to this show and participate in that and hold on a second, Rona. <laughs> My bad. So, yeah. Um, I've learned. I'm like, you know what? I'm not really equipped to be in somebody's face all the time. Mm. I'd rather be out where when I'm being paid. Because I get paid for shows. Like, I don't have to be in positions where I'm doing competitions anymore. I don't necessarily have to do things for exposure if I don't want to. Right. I, I know I should because that does help. But if it's not something like, let's say Jeremy say, hey, we have a meet and greet. I want you to perform. Okay, cool. I don't have a budget for you. That's fine. You're my friend. You know what I'm saying? Or like um, if it's a charity event, if I'm able to, I would like to do stuff like that. But if it's like, we want you to perform at this, um, like this place called Poetry and Punchlines in Southfield. I'm gonna be looking for some kind of compensation because mm-hmm. I don't be out like that for real. Mm-hmm. And then it, it too- falls into it, it. seems like it falls into that whole like grind mindset mm-hmm. that uh, like Gen X and the Boomers have yeah. been have had driven into their minds. And they tried to drive into us as too well. And then we're just like, but that sucks. Like, I also want to relax. Yeah. Like, like, I, I need to take care of myself. Otherwise, I'm going to be burnt out like you are. Exactly. That. And that's exactly what happened to me. Um, I'm actually, uh, well, I'm not anymore, I should say. But I was burnt out after college. When I graduated, um, I went to school for uh, music and uh, recording arts at Henry Ford College. 
And when I graduated and I got back out there, I was just like, damn, I'm tired. Because mm-hmm. I've been doing all the work while I was in college. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, staying in the studio overnight, doing all these shows. I even had paid gigs because my professor would be like, hey, they need an alto for this. Or, hey, they need an extra singer for this church event. Hey, um, oh, yeah, I got to sing for, um, you guys know what Kingdom Hearts is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got to sing with their orchestra a few years back. Nice. You know, I had opportunities like that, but considering I did all of these things in college and now I'm older, I'm like, damn, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I feel like I had a career of Quincy Jones (laughs) and I can't even compare myself to him per se because he had a whole life full of music. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not even done. I'm not even gotten to the point where I'm like, I love my life. Mm. Excuse me, Rona. <coughs> yeah. That's a yeah. perfect example. I'm not at the point where I'm like, I'm satisfied <laughs> and happy. And you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy in the fact that I'm able to have the freedom to do certain things, but yep. I'm not happy about the position I'm in. I'm in. Like you said, Cody, I have to hustle. I still have to have that hustle mindset. I still have to be that go-getter mindset. I still have to put my best foot forward and still have to continue to take opportunities as they come. I'm tired, honestly, but I'm still making music. And then next thing you know it, I got sick. And I'm like, yeah, I'm taking a break. I'm chilling. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, a lot of that is like, they, they're always like hustle, 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 but they just never like, hustle for what you want to do like if i was spending time if if i had spent all this time dancing and my body was tore down i'd be like you know what that's fine because it's for my craft you know right if i had you know you know my body was just all beat up and i was sore all the time because you know i was just dancing constantly and i was making money and i was living my life the way i wanted to i wouldn't be complaining the issue is that I've been taking all of these, all these very physical jobs and stuff because when I cannot sit still, desk jobs kill me. Um, but also just because you know it keeps me up and active, and I'm not doing what I want to do, and yeah. so you, it's like you're grinding. To, you have to grind too much doing things that you don't want to do in order to have a little bit of time to grind the things that you do want to do. Exactly. By the time you have that free time. You're too tired from grinding. You're tired. Hours you don't, you don't have do. the time, the energy, the essence is gone. Yeah. You just feel like, no, I'm good. No motivation whatsoever. So, like, that's what's been really cool about, you know, <laughs> it's got to sound weird. What's been really cool about me not working is, uh, <laughs> like, I'm still teaching. Like, I still have a job. I still have a little bit of income. It's not as much <laughs> as if I were to have two jobs. Uh, but, I'm dancing during the week, you know, to teach my kids. And then I'm getting chance to like work out the way I want to work out and like the space that I want to, and I get to eat the things I want to, I get to wash the things I want to. And it's like recouping all of that, that I had just lost. Like, yeah, you're getting I a gained, chance at it again. Yeah. I got all that peace of mind during quarantine, but although that was, I was burnt out. So like, I didn't even feel like I was resting. I felt like I was catching up to rest during mm, the beginning of quarantine. Real. 
had right? to make up the deficit. Yeah, but also you never make up that deficit. So it was just yeah. kind of like that constant just like, ugh, I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. And then, you know, I got to a point of almost just like good equilibrium. And then we came out. And then yeah. and then I was back to work. And I was back to work, back to work, back to work, back to work, back to work. And then I was just on a nonstop grind of like physical labor, physical labor, physical labor, just burning out. And then I actually, but in the middle of that, I had a good space where I was like working for myself and I was doing Instacart and DoorDash and I was making my yeah. own schedule and I was so happy because I was like, "Ugh, I'm making money, but I'm not working for anybody stupid and I'm making my own schedule. I'm, I'm getting up when my body wants to get up, like I'm eating what mm-hmm. I need to, like taking care of myself. And then that dried up. And I think that took a bigger impact on my mental than my physical going back to work for somebody else because it was just like, now I'm on somebody else's time, follow somebody else's schedule, follow somebody else's stupid rules or yeah. rules that make that up escape. and don't follow. Right. And I, it's hard to go back to that. And so like, I, part of me is just like, Ugh, do I, <laughs> like, what do I do? Like, I, cause I started trying to do, I was going to start doing Instacart again. I was like, I'll just kick that back up because where I'm at, it's supposed to be more active, but I think it's dried up because everybody's like, well, pandemic's over. COVID doesn't exist anymore. Um, and so everybody's out the crib. And so Instacart's dried up <laughs> and then DoorDash just sucks. It just, it is hot garbage, you know, what they pay and what people People don't tip and it's all types of stuff. Yeah, DoorDash is literally the last resort for me. Like, let's say, um, well, not let's say. My dad's Cadillac's been sitting in the garage since last summer. And so I had to roll around in it, you know, just to keep it up. So I decided, hey, while I'm driving around, making sure it's good, let me do a couple of DoorDashes. I only made $20 within that time frame. It really ain't shit going on. Mm-mm. Especially like somewhere around like Refert, it's not, you know, it's not huge. You gotta go. You gotta go to a different city. You gotta and then, go to Ipsy. You gotta go to Southfield. You gotta go to Ann Arbor. Yeah, it's all the way out the way. And then gas is just stupid. Like gas is back up to four dollars around where I live. And so I'm like, well, I can't swing that. And then, you know, I can't also can't afford to drive half an hour for work um, because I just don't make enough money for that so it's like what what am i supposed to be doing <laughs> right what what are, what are we what are we all supposed what to are be we doing? what are we supposed to be doing what is this economy what are these laws what are the what is happening is the is the, what's going on the age-old question that's been asked has been sung what's going on <laughs> <laughs> what's going what, on what's going on because it's just I was getting Hootie and the Blowfish but that's just oh, me that, no, that's, see, song too. that's a great song but you know the melon is strong over here uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey Darius Rucker come on <laughs> um, so yeah that's just like inflation oh Inflation is going up, and mm-hmm. but Everything minimum wage is right now. gas <laughs> gas CEOs are like, oh, we don't have to lower prices. The market will correct itself. It's like, no, that's not how that works. Mm-hmm. 
no. But also, we still want to make our profit. So, of course, we're not going to lower it. And we're like, well, yeah, we knew that. But we thought since, you know, everyone's struggling, you wouldn't be a dipshit for a little bit. But, you know, sucks no. on us for having high hopes for yeah. the minimum, bare minimum. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just trying to have high hopes to keep the dream alive for myself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, because everything that's going on around me or around us is tied into what we're doing too. And so it's just like, considering everything's connected, that means if inflation is this, like (laughs) if everything is just all jacked up like this, you in your mindset, like, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing music? What's the point? Shouldn't I be a doctor or something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, should I go back to school? Is it even Mm -hmm. worth going back to school? Am I even going to live tomorrow? Like what is going on? (laughs) Yeah. 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 You start, yeah, that's the hard, that's also the hard part about being an artist because then you start questioning is your art important? Like, is what I'm pursuing something that's worthwhile? Even, like, the payout might not even be that great. Is it, is it worth it? Like, my dance professor would ask this, like, every year, and she still asked it to me because we're like really close friends and we were talking. She's just like, is dance important? And if so, why and how? And like she just constantly is like asking this question. And I think to me, the answer is always going to be yes, because this is a form of expression. Anything that's a form of expression is important. Like you, there are only so many ways that you can express yourself via words. So let's express ourselves some other way. But it's also important because it's important to somebody. Like because it's important to me, it is important. It has importance. So just that philosophical thought of it at all means that it has some it's some importance that it has importance to someone so beyond the grand scheme of you know society if it's important to me it's important and has importance so yeah that's why i'm still pursuing it and that's still why i want to go after it because it's like it's something that i want to do and if it's something right. that I want to do, then that means it's worthwhile pursuing. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah, some people think it's worthwhile to dig into people's chests and fix hearts. That's worthwhile to them. Mm -hmm. And that's why they do it. If it's not worthwhile to them, they need to go find something else to do. Like, that's that's just how it is. That's probably going to be even harder. That's going to be even harder trying to figure out what it is you really like to do. Yeah. everything is either over saturated or under like underwhelming <laughs> or yeah, underappreciated yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying it, it's I mean, hard that's... to get out there and explore new horizons nowadays you know yeah you that's where i'm at the risk you know <laughs> like i it's super cool that you guys are both able to do uh the things that you have wanted to do and you guys like doing um i've have have always struggled with like trying to find uh things that i enjoy and then keeping up with those things that i enjoy Mm -hmm. because i would fall out of it for uh, numerous reasons Mm. but like you know i've uh i used to play a little bit of guitar back in like middle school and i want to get back into it and then it's like trying to find the time and then Mm -hmm. if i try to practice on my own it's it just like i i get discouraged real quick because it's like like you said like is this worthwhile and 
it would be if I stuck with it. Mm-hmm. It'd be worthwhile because, you, as you said, it's a form of, of expression, but it's uh, tough for me to get through that because I always feel like I have to be the best immediately. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, then it's it's well, why am I doing this? It's just I should just stop. Yeah, that's Don't a, get me a, wrong. That's me a lot of times. actually. Yeah, but that's also a product of our society because we are yeah. so inundated with so much content and seeing so much talent at all times that we're like, well, if I can't be as good as them as immediately, then why am I even trying? But what we forget and yeah. what we were talking about before, it's like you have to see that process of how that person got there. Mm-hmm. Right. You, LeBron James did not come out the womb dunking on people like that. Like there are <laughs> funny. It would have been hilarious, but you know, there is, there is a, a step ladder process to all of yeah. those things. Like Naima did not get to the making the music that she's making today because she just started yesterday. Right. This is the, this has been a growing continual thing. Me being able to, my kids ask me all the time, how can you do these waves? I was like, because I've been doing them since before y'all were born. Like this has been a daily practice of mine. And if you right. want to get better at it, you have to continue to practice at it. But we get discouraged. Right. And I, I'm a victim of it too. I see these dancers who are like 16, 17, who are like doing the things that I want to do. And I'm like, wow, does that mean I'm not good enough? No, it just means my journey's been different. And they also came up right. in a different time. Like I tried the whole YouTube dance video thing, but that was before, you know, one, before it was popular, but two, before, mm-hmm. you know, they got less stringent on copyright stuff. All my stuff got taken right. down. That got, that got me discouraged. I stopped doing it. And then I stopped making videos. But now everything is a video form. <laughs> and so. Right. It's because like, you're black. <laughs> <laughs> but also it's like. You have to, you have to meter. You have to meter your expectations because it's always going to be someone's better, someone's doing it already. It's like, of course, just there's billions, literally billions of people. Some of everybody's doing something. You just got to do your thing, your way, and and just enjoy that. It's that's one of the biggest things I've been with yourself. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things I've been working on uh, almost my entire life. Is like metering my own expectations for myself mm-hmm. it's hard. That, that's the important part of it like competing with yourself not anybody else and i say this to myself as i'm saying this to whoever is listening like i i'm constantly competing with myself whether it's the last show i did or the last song i made i have to do better every single time it doesn't mm-hmm. matter i have to because it shows me that I've improved. It shows me that I've gotten better. It shows me that this is worth doing anything. And then if you have other people telling you the same thing or demanding something of you, because I'm always being constantly asked, so um, how's the music? Like, we'll come to the show and you'll see how the music's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, most of my time is being taken up by shows. So I have to find the time to put in to make my actual recorded music. And then, like, um, Cody, I don't even know. Have you heard any of my songs before? Uh, I have not. Well... You're going to have to take a listen when you get a chance. I, I will. I will have to. Uh, what do you listen um your music on and everything? 
Uh, an iPod. Yeah, I still got an iPod. <laughs> wow. I have. This is on uh, like two episodes ago. Uh, I have eight days of music on that thing. Wow. So yeah, it's. I mean, I have a play. I have a Spotify playlist for when I stream. Um, because I started doing that. Um, so I can find stuff on Spotify. Okay. But sounds good. Oh, well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like yeah, he, if you're if you're not on the iPod, he's not. He you gotta you gotta get on the iPod. It's hard. Actually. Yeah, it's very hard to. You gotta, you gotta get on the iPod for me to find stuff. <laughs> I, I believe it. Yeah, because it's the iPod. Um. <laughs> it's nostalgia. Okay. I'm just like Here's my Walkman. I was like, what was the last one? I had the fourth generation iPod and somebody stole that from me. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I refuse to move everything to Spotify. Refuse. I understand. You, can't, I totally you also understand. can't move everything to Spotify because they don't no, have No, you can't. Yeah. It's, it's not even possible. Yeah. But, but yeah. No, I'll, I'll definitely have to, because you, you are on Spotify, right? I'm on everything. I'm on yeah, everything. so I'll have to, I'll definitely look into that and look it up you can even find me on those random app music apps i never heard of like what's that called weezer or something i've heard of I, weezer. I forgot what it what that yeah. it's called but yeah i'm on everything i'm on youtube i'm on everything and um it's been a long time i was supposed to be on this podcast a while ago uh-huh. <laughs> a while a, ago a good minute ago mm-hmm. but we here baby we here. <laughs> we're finally here i'm finally here better late than never yes absolutely that's why i was like shoot i'm finally on my ass i'm not out here doing whatever i'm not doing the most i'm actually available i was so happy to be able to do this yeah, uh, yeah, we've ha- been happy to have you. Uh, I feel Absolutely. like there was, I feel like there was something else we were planning to talk about, maybe loosely. Um, Go ahead. Uh, I'm just like hoping my a- coughing doesn't take over my talking. Uh, <laughs> ah, that's what it was. And <laughs> I try to have these episodes at least like two hours because I don't know. I feel like that's just a good amount of content for people, but. Yeah. Uh, we were going to talk about the vid because, hey, people, it's still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still Wear a mask. Real. It's still it's still real. It's still out here. Um, I'm living proof. It's still out there. Yeah. So I want to talk about you're like, part our, of the hoax. <laughs> Joe Biden coughed in your mouth. It's just to spread <laughs> COVID. But he's not real either, though. Right. Because mm-hmm. Trump is still president and JFK is still alive. Man, them, uh, them, <laughs> rich people got a whole different type of thing going on. That's all I gotta say. I'll, that's just been the thing that's Ain't been going around, people. going around TikTok right now is that people are saying that Trump is still president, that Biden is not real, and that JFK, John Junior. F. Kennedy, is still alive. And he's he's uh, is he on the island the- with Tupac? <laughs> no, he's gonna be. He's gonna endorse Trump and be his vice president. The man who got um, his who head blown off <laughs> on the back of a convertible caddy is still roaming the streets, and he's going to endorse Trump, whose platform is completely the opposite. Yeah, of what JFK was stood for. But you know, 
Listen, people. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen here. But it's still President Biden's fault that the gas prices are high everywhere around the world. <laughs> but he's not president. But he's not president. I think everybody kind of got knocked on their heads a few times. <laughs> they know? needed some more. They need some milk. They need some, uh, what's that <laughs> called? Need an ambulance. Uh, Ovaltine. So, <laughs> they need some Ovaltine. <laughs> Maybe it was the Ovaltine that did it to them. <laughs> uh, that somebody, the lead paint. Somebody called an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, God. no, there's the... It's, it's not right, it's not left, it's not liberal, it's not conservative. It's just weird people just saying whatever. Yep. Just say whatever. And it's just like, we, ugh. Well, I mean, that's that's how you get platforms now, is we've uh, like endorsed a culture of just saying crazy stuff mm-hmm. to get views or to get your opinion out there or to get a platform yeah and then people just latch onto it and you have to ride it out or fully embrace it and then the audience doesn't make it any better because when they when they're involved in that and when they see that and they follow it that gives me a clear indication you do not have a mind for yourself that gives me a clear indication Mm -hmm. that you've been in the closet being stupid all your life and yeah, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, there are people. The crazy part is about life. There are people who are meant to be sheep, because you need that. Because if everyone's a leader, nothing gets done. We understand that concept. Yeah. The problem is, even in a herd mentality, they still do the best things for themselves to survive. That's where humans and sheep differ. Like, yes, they move as a group, but they're moving as a group as a means of survival, not a means of just because they're mindless. There's, there's, a, there's a difference because they, they always want to talk about sheeple. They always want to co- compare people to animals. But like animals are intrinsically smart because their whole main goal is to survive. They know how to work together. They work that's together. The with us. We don't work together. <laughs> exactly. They work together on the main focus of let's not get eaten. Right? These people are walking into the wolves' mouths willingly. Like you are just you're just feeding them constantly of your own will and volition. And so therefore that makes you dumber than a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes you dumber because you are allowing yourself to be murdered by these people who have these platforms who are obviously telling you things that make zero sense. And it's based and, on your own actions and your own stupidity. And yes. nobody told you to go on the platform and do that. And nobody told you to do nothing. If it was pure pressure, like I said, you don't have a mind of your own for real. Because it shouldn't be anybody telling you to do the utmost ridiculous thing to tarnish your name, to tarnish your family's name, and to it, tarnish your entire livelihood. Yeah, you know what to, I'm saying? And yeah, to that point, it's like you see the repercussions of the people who are doing what you're planning to do. 
how do you not stop yourself <laughs> from doing that same thing? So if I had, well, it didn't happen to them, so they're not going to believe that it happened. Yeah, you know what? That is, there is a level of like selfishness and like not being aware, lack of self awareness, where that does yeah. come into play. Because like, let's say this is a v- extreme hypothetical. We already had the conversation, but let's say I was like strictly like pure anti-abortion. I am not, as I said, we've already had this conversation, (laughs) but if I were that, why would I get on a platform so that the whole world can see to say this when I know I am not in the majority for that opinion? And you see the repercussions of it. If I was a white person, why would I get on a platform and do something that I know is going to cause me to lose my job, to lose my livelihood? What what is it that is the missing link in your brain to make that synapsis jump that you should not do these things? I think another, uh, not another, but I think the reason that I see mostly is like people don't get those consequences that they're being told that they're going to get. They're constantly always doing whatever they want to do with no consequences. And when they do get them, it's like, Oh, whatever. I'm going to be fine. And it's true. It it is kind of like a slap on the wrist. Cause when you do see the consequences, you're like, well, how did you, how did we get here? Yeah. How? Why do you yeah. have a bail? Why Why are you allowed to do these things? And then you, you know, like you see on a society level, this whole entire three years have been nothing but xenophobia, transphobia, racism, all about people's ethnicities. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to constantly, constantly separate us from each other. And so you use that on a platform, on any other way, just to prove a point. I have more leverage than you. I have more pri- privilege than you do. You, I'm untouchable. I can act the ass as much as I want to. No, no, that makes and sense. It's disappointing. It's, it's disappointing. I feel it's it's definitely the, the privilege and the lack of um, consequences. Mm-hmm. And then it's also the fact that like they see a few people telling the truth they get silenced and so they think anytime somebody silences them they must be telling the truth it's like no not necessarily sometimes we're silencing you because you're being absolutely stupid you need to shut the hell up <laughs> yeah yeah you're yeah. saying ridiculous shit but they don't see that they feel oh well you know they silenced uh they silenced the guy that leaked the fbi so they're gonna if they're silencing me, I must be doing something right too. It's like no, I'm like no, that is not the same thing. Honey. That's not the same thing. It's not the, it's a different level of things. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's also just like, yeah. Everyone wants to compare like what they're. Ugh, there's so many things that are going through my head right now. But like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. My brain is like, we can go down this rabbit hole, but Rona's gonna, make hole. Me, like, Rona's gonna make me go, like, eh, and I'm gonna faint, literally. Yeah. But <laughs> like, down a whole rabbit hole trying to talk about Corona. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, that's where we were. 
So let me go back to that because <laughs> I was about to go. I was about to go down an MLK. Yeah, I was about to go down an MLK tangent. I'm about to go down. A, okay, so yeah, so I caught COVID at the beginning of <laughs> 2022, um, and I didn't think I had it for real. I was feeling just a little congested, and uh, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be one of those dipshits who just comes to work and like, oh, I'm just a little sick, and then get everybody else sick. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get checked just to make sure. And sure enough, both me and my partner both had it. Um, and so that, on top of, at first I wasn't feeling that bad, but as the days got going, it got progressively worse. And I like, I knew it was bad because I got up to like mess with my girlfriend, which is not that like this a daily thing for me. But I moved, <laughs> I moved half a foot to the left like I was just like chasing her a little bit and I was out of breath and I was like Ooh. yo what is happening I like That's I literally different. I literally doubled over hands on knees and I'm like um I'm gonna have to sit down and she was like yeah you look like you need to sit down and I was mm. like who this is rough like all this stuff COVID like, turned out a, turned out a lot like Wu Tang. It ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that goodness. was excellent. Yes. That was excellent, <laughs> sir. That was a great reference. And so yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to sit my sit my black ass down because I was uh, I was winded from doing barely anything and like getting up Jim and down to go to the back. Yeah, getting up and down to go to the bathroom or getting out of bed or anything like that. It was literally a struggle. Um, and then have, have you gotten any of the uh, like the foggy brain from it at all? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Um, that was a that was a big thing for a lot of people that people were reporting like afterwards if they had it really bad. I don't know if it was just like if they had it and they went to the hospital, then they would have a foggy brain for like months yeah. afterwards. Or... I think it was, yeah, I think yeah, there were like different right levels. Yeah. I think I got, um, I think I got like a mild version of it. Cause by the time I got it, I was already like double vaxxed. And yep. so like it wasn't, I never, like I never had a attempt. Like, um, I never had a fever. And I only had a few other symptoms. Like it wasn't anything super severe besides like the shortness of breath and headaches. I had real bad headaches. Um, But then the, like it took me so long to recover afterwards. Like, but when Mm -hmm. I I, like try to go back to work, like after my like two week quarantine and I, I couldn't do much of anything. And I like was doing like half days and I had to like go home. Um, and now I'm feeling back up to par and like I'm dancing and I'm fine. My lungs don't even feel that crazy. Like most of it feels like what it feels like to be out of shape. So, um, so like, I don't think that's a, I don't think I've had any like real lasting effects to foggy brain, maybe a little bit. Like I'm f- sometimes like forgetting, 
like things that I like words that I know, I know for mm-hmm. sure that I know like vocabulary that I know, but I also feel like, is that just aging in the age of technology and me being on my <laughs> phone with autocorrect all the time? <laughs> I don't think that's age. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't think I've really had any crazy lasting effects. Like I don't, I don't have a cough anymore or anything like that. So I feel like my lungs are, back to capacity which is great because i was that's something i was really worried about like if i lose my lung capacity then my dance career is definitely done because mm-hmm. that's literally all dance is so um yeah i had a I had a very mild version of it my co-worker on the other hand he had a very severe version of it he was out of work for about a month and a half ouch but he also did not go to the hospital and he also still refuses to get vaccinated so also of on him Oh my yeah. goodness! Also, on it's like him. one of the, it's like one of my, uh, actually my supervisor at work, um, again, it's like super, super anti-vax. Like it's a hoax. They're, they're like, the numbers are lying. They're doing it to control you. Yada yada yada. And he's like, he's probably the fittest person that that's working there. Like he got, he would go to the gym all the time. He was in the army. He would always do um, like weightlifting and all that stuff. And, um, but he got COVID and he got it bad. Mm. Like he still only took the minimum days required off, which at that point was, uh, it was recent. So like when, when all of the restrictions were being lowered, mm-hmm. um, and so it was like, five days gone and then five days with a mask Mm. and um of course he he took that he was going to do the five days off he ended up having to do like six or seven days off because he was just like so winded and could not do anything and like when he did finally come back like you could see in his face he was hurting to breathe Mm -hmm. he was struggling how's and i was just hoping hoping that like he would take it seriously then nope. and of course no <laughs> no nope. nope. it's still it's still a hoax like i could definitely but, uh, say for me it was some timing because i'm not anti-vax i'm i'm whatever you think is good for you works for you okay right. that's fine with me um i did not get the vaccine but i did do my best to practice safe practices because mm-hmm. like you know i'm an artist most times i can't sing with a mask <laughs> i have to sing right. without one um, mm-hmm. you know, bring my own um mic covers and mm-hmm. uh make sure that I'm not in too many tight spaces, which most of the time that did not happen, unfortunately. Um, but then again I did hang out with the same people. I didn't hang out with too many new people. The only time I met up with new people is if I was told we're meeting new people, but if mm-hmm. I see you every day, if that's what it was, whatever, you know, we were comfortable. Um surprisingly when i caught covid it wasn't even because of anybody outside of my circle it was because of somebody in my circle Mm -hmm. so it was like oh great my best friend gave me covid burned to the stakes (laughs) (laughs) you traitor (laughs) right and it it happened the same way he didn't think he had it either Mm. but um uh he he's on dialysis three times out of the week. So his doctor told him, go ahead and get tested because you're having respiratory issues. Usually those respiratory issues he has, 
those come naturally from the dialysis because mm-hmm. the fluid that builds up after he gets, you know, his kidneys drained. Right. But um, so it was easy to assume that it was just allergies or the cough that he gets after um, dialysis. He comes out. Um, this was over last weekend. He comes out and um, he gets his test results. He didn't know it was a 24 hour test result. They called him the next day and they told him you tested positive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, great. You've been in my car. <laughs> yeah. You've been sharing, <laughs> you're sharing nachos with one of my friends. You know, like everybody was pretty much around him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what confused me was I didn't share food with him. I wasn't like all up in his face or anything or nothing like that. Like I damn, I didn't even hug the man when I seen him. Like he literally just got in the car, sat down. Got out the car. We sat spaced away from each other. And you know what's funny? Me and two other of uh, my friends also had, like, the same symptoms. But I was the only one that tested positive. Hmm. Everybody else tested negative and said they had the common cold. Hmm. I'm hmm. the only one that tested positive, And I tested twice. That's interesting. I feel like somebody they might lying. want to test again. I they feel like somebody lying. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, they tested twice. Negative. We were all around the same person doing doing damn near the same things. Except I wasn't sharing no damn nachos. But um, <laughs> um, we was damn near around the same people. And next thing you know, it here I am waking up with a banging ass headache. That's how I mm-hmm. found out something was wrong. I woke up with the worst headache ever. I mm-hmm. felt like... Well, for one, I I smoke weed, so I thought I had a THC high, like a THC Mm -hmm. headache. Yeah. No, that shit lasted all day long. Mm -hmm. Like, it lasted from, what, I woke up at 7 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. That headache would not leave. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead. I was like, you know what, let me go get tested. Got my uh, 24-hour test. Got the test the next morning, 7 a.m., positive as hell. I was yeah. like, God damn. Yeah, God that, that, damn it. Also, that COVID test ain't no joke. Man, I, I, I have really good pain tolerance because I put my body through some stuff. But they're damn near scraping your adubla oblongata because it's <laughs> up there, bro. Like the... The nurse was like, oh, you took that really well. I'm like, I'm burning, bro. I need you to get away from me before I punch you in the throat. <laughs> like, my, like, this is, that hurt so bad. And I, I got hilarious. it twice. I got it, I got two COVID to- tests because the first one, I was having respiratory issues. But that was just because I was fat and out of shape and I had started running. I was started running too hard. Um, and my lungs were Damn. like, hey, yo, you didn't baby step us in here. You just started running seven, seven minute miles like you've been doing it, bro. Um, they were like, yeah, you probably need to tone it back a little bit. And I was like, cool. So I already knew it was coming the second time, but I was still pissed about it. Like it hurt. It like burns. It's not even like it's not a sharp pain. It's like a burning pain, but in a mm-hmm. Place in your body, you never feel pain. <laughs> so yeah, like, honestly, yeah. is honestly the 
worst. And uh, and like, it's not it's not in a place that you can like soothe. No, it's so far up there. Like yeah. you can't can't rub it to make it better. Nope. Now the funny part is when Nate gave me my test, they was all polite with it. They said some okay, lift up, swap, swap. All right, other side, swap, swap. I'm like, oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Now my that nurse was, so was very pleasant. My nice <laughs> my nurse was very kind. She was very, she knew she because she knew people it sucked because the, there was a guy sitting across from me who was getting it and he was not loving it at all. Uh, it was not McDonald's for him. So he uh, he, he was, was going. With, <laughs> he wanted Burger. He wanted Burger King his way, <laughs> and it was not. He couldn't mm, eat fresh at Subway. No. <laughs> so. it was, Thanks, Jared. <laughs> yeah he thought he was getting poked by jared but anyway uh <laughs> he's too old oh yeah you're right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Hell no. what, is the, what is wrong with this? <laughs> oh my god so anyway yeah she was very kind she was very pleasant but also, like, I will murder you if you don't get this damn Q-tip out of my nose because this is <laughs> painful. I ain't mad at you. I'm mad at, at the situation. At the situation, <laughs> please. I'm mad at that damn you know. Q-tip. Put that shit down. <laughs> Even my doctor, when she re- was uh, reviewing my stuff, she's like, you probably don't have it, but thanks for coming in. And I was like, it was a black lady. I was real comfortable. I was like, that's cool. Thank you. Also, <clears throat> what was hilarious about that, it was a doctor who had the exact same name and initials as my primary care doctor, but it was this random lady at this hospital I had never been to. I was like, that's interesting. But anyway, yeah, she uh, she was like, yeah, you probably don't have it, but we'll send you your results and it'll be all good. And I was like, cool, awesome. And I got it the next day and it was like, ha ha, psych. You're going to be in a crib for at least two weeks. Cause oh, and I was like, ah, God damn it. Um, pulled out the Dave Chappelle. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite, my favorite things. Speaking of Dave Uh, Chappelle, I know y'all saw that video. I don't know if Cody. Oh, of him getting he got attacked on stage. Yeah, Yeah, he did. I was like, y'all really tried it. You really tried it. You tried it. Apparently, whoever tried to rush him got mollywopped. Oh yeah. Uh, Got tore. Chris Rock hops on stage. <laughs> was that real <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a pretty good one. I'm like that's golden. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> I am so happy that we can still make jokes like that and be okay because that that just shows like comedians are good sports. The problem is y'all motherfuckers, the audience, and everybody else. Like y'all, the reason that comedy is dying because y'all just on some bullshit there's terrible jokes being made everywhere and you Mm want to sit up here and say dumb shit like oh he's being transphobic you know shut up yeah the crazy crazy part is is, uh, i listen to like podcasts from other comedians all the time and most comedians are like we know what risk we take when we go on the stage like our job is not to offend people. Our job is to make people laugh. But if a if a if a joke doesn't land and it lands wrong on the right person, we take that risk every time we get on stage. And so 
Like we are well aware of this and you know, you just have to be prepared. And so like some of those like comedians who like, like to push the envelope and like to do, you know, crowd work all the time. Andrew Schultz. Uh, but the difference is Andrew Schultz makes people laugh. That will, I mean, that's the kind of thing. Like uh, one of the big things that I've always heard um, about comedians is like, punch up don't punch down mm-hmm. you can punch sideways as well but do it if you're going to like punch sideways or punch down do it in like a tasteful yeah if, way yeah to the, like make it everyone only, laugh right it only works if everyone that's involved in the joke and in surrounding the joke is laughing if if the punchline of your joke is a person and that person's upset you're risking you're risking getting violated. <laughs> like you, yeah. you just are. That's just kind of that's part of the risk you take as a job. As a fire mm-hmm. fire, you take the risk of rushing into a fire and getting burned. As a comedian, when you stand on stage and you tell a joke, especially directed at somebody, you take the risk of them wanting to get on stage and want to punch you in the face. That is a risk that is associated <laughs> with the gig. Um, should people be doing that? No. But as we've talked about before. Sometimes in the moment, it's a, it's not a like a, oh, I'm thinking about doing this. It's just a reaction, and so yeah. sometimes some people just react, and they their reaction is punch you in the face, just like we were talking about the the prank people. You go past a person yeah. in the hood, their reaction is immediate. It's not a, oh, I need to think about this because somebody might be filming me. It's oh, he just disrespected right. me. I'm about to end his life. Like this, like is just I don't that- know you, and you're filming me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. they're not in on the joke no yeah they're so, like oh shit this could be something real life it's, it's just kinda, it's very rare nowadays that you'll have somebody that gets what the hell you're trying to do it's very very rare like um i've been in situations where i've made some pretty like outrageous joke because I'm, I'm very outspoken nowadays i don't really care but i get laughs i get like oh yeah we feel you sister whatever you know because people feel what i'm saying or whatever but if you just out here doing dumb shit and you not letting nobody know what's going on, don't nobody know you, you going to get the reaction you going to get. Yeah. And so like, but also like, but also like a lot of like, well, like Dave Chappelle jokes and stuff and people are like, oh, he's transphobic and all that other stuff. It's like, yeah, I don't listen to context. Like, I'm like a, like a, a student of comedy. I just love it so much. And mm-hmm. if you if you just watch somebody's body of work, you can tell the difference between them being mean spirited and then them making an observation. And so like, yeah. if you understand the entire context of what someone is saying, then that's what makes the joke. That's what makes it meaningful. That's what makes it funny. But if you, if you take what we're so good at doing is taking sound bites and using that as that's that's just what he said it's like no that's not you're missing an entire section of nobody's what listening funny. that's the problem nobody's listening to nothing <laughs> people only want to listen to what they want to hear yeah yeah and i just Unfortunately. think i think comedy is a, is a is very important because 
we get to see the observations that people are making and sometimes they agree we agree with them and sometimes we don't but at least we're seeing all these different sides about it but the common point is that we're all able to still laugh about it and like come to this common ground like hey whatever that observation was i understand how you can still find humor in it yeah right you know which, which is why i named this podcast the way i named it because like no, I'm not a comedian and no, I'm not always cracking jokes. Well, I am always cracking jokes outside of the podcast. But that's also because my mouth is way filthier outside the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, we've toned it down. I've I, I really scaled it back because my mother listens to this. And I, I still want her to love me. Uh, <laughs> but sorry if we say anything that offends you. Yeah. Sorry, um, mom. <laughs> but <laughs> like, to me, if we can find the things that stress us out the most and still like laugh about it, we can continue to mm-hmm. move on. And like the laugh, not the cry, it's like, yeah, there's a point where like if I'm not laughing, I'm crying, but also like if I can laugh about this thing, I won't feel so sad about it. Yeah. So like cope through humor. Yeah. And like not in in a in a way too that's not like self deprecating like because that gets to build up and become you know toxic in its own way. So COVID, <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> oh man, I'm just over here. We'll get there. I know you. Like I've been trying to sit quiet because th- this cough is getting worse, y'all. I'm letting y'all know. No, that's okay. I don't know what can. it is, but towards uh, the end probably... of the night, I'll be over here just like yeah. trying to hold it. Well, yeah, and all the talking. Yeah, that and all the talking <laughs> and just, you know, you probably need some water, some fluids in you. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Um Mr. Cool Blue, thank you for joining us. Drop all of your your socials and where people can find you and your music. All right, let me do a fake cough, cough to get it. <laughs> so, Instagram, Akua, A K U A underscore blue, like the color blue, 215. Um, my Twitter, don't worry about it. Just just look up, I guess. <laughs> just look up Akua Blue, I guess it'll pop up, I guess. Um, if you see a whole nother name, that's me. Don't worry, it's me. Um, what else? Facebook, Akua Blue. I also have a fan page, a cool blue, same thing. Like I said, you can find me on all platforms. I'm on Pandora. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Tidal. I'm on all that shit. All that shit. I'm on everything. <laughs> um, I'm on YouTube, <laughs> YouTube Music. And like I said, I got new music coming out soon. So bear with me as I go through my um, lockdown. And uh, yeah, I, thank you for having me on this show. I love Happy this show. This is wonderful. Like like Jeremy said, we've known each other for a long time. Hot minute. Long time. <laughs> hot you know, me, minute. Me, Jeremy, and Cody go way back. But at the OG end of the day, here we go. We right here. Yeah. <laughs> also, before we move on to Cody's plugs, have you have you thought about stealing the blue skin do you can't do? 
You know, the funny part is, the funny part is, um, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, my, I don't want to say future label, but I'm just going to call it that. I, I don't want to call it that because I technically use it now. But Blue Skadoo Creations is my tag. That's hilarious. And, um, All right. Yeah. But I don't spell it the same way just for right. copyright, you know, issues. Of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah. if you hear like the old beats I've made, you'll hear Blue Ski, Blue Ski. Blue yeah, Ski I have heard the creations. Blue Ski. That's, that's what yeah. made me think of it. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Blue Ski, we can too. I do plan on doing something with that. I just got to figure out how I'm going to incorporate it. Somebody told me I should like do it as an intro to an album, whatever. I might do it. I might not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right, Cody, time for your plugs. We just got a letter. I love Blue's Clues. Uh, I just watch that stuff all the time. Me you know, too, they changed too. it. They changed it. We just I got an did. email. We just yep. got an yep. email. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even watch that. It, it yep. changed you with they the got, time. Um, the notepad, the iPad this now. Is, what? What's his name now? Yeah. Because they had, they had um, Joe. Steve, obviously, Steve and then Joe. And Joe. There's and now they have Asian? someone else. There was an Asian for a minute. I don't, I don't remember his a, name. They had a plethora of people. I'm telling y'all, they had... This is only the third person. Yeah, man, so it stopped for a little bit, then they brought it back. Man, yeah. they had a plethora... Like, I don't know if they was running auditions or what, but I kept seeing... I saw a black guy at one point. I saw an Indonesian dude at one point. Yeah, I think that's I'm the, like, I think the Asian guy. I'm looking yeah. like, this must be the British version, because I don't know <laughs> what's that going too. <laughs> Could have been that, too. But, all right, Cody. Commander Cody. Yep. yep. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Commander underscore 501st. And you can watch me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Commander underscore Cody underscore 501st. Uh, unfortunately, uh, due to tech issues, I was not able to do my uh, my Star Wars Day stream. So that was sad. Uh, but I plan on doing it uh, this weekend, continuing with Jedi Fallen Order. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Super glad you just said all of your tags again because I was just I was doing the description blurb for the episode. I was like, am I spelling all this? Am I doing all of his tags right? And I am. And that's all from pure memory, baby. It's not written there down anywhere. Yeah. Uh, as always, you can find us on the gram at lap underscore not underscore two underscore cry. You can find us on Twitter at laugh not the cry p one. You can find us on Gmail at laugh not the cry at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at laugh not the cry. Please comment, share, like, leave feedback interact <laughs> with us people please for the love hey, of you god you know you got blue on here you better interact with my dogs okay these my road dogs <laughs> from the back in the day okay please what interact up? with us go watch cody's stream go stream some of akua blues music you know hey, just, hey, hey, hey. just do all the things you have lots of content from us now from all three of us just fill your day with us <laughs> All right. Thank you. F- fill yourself with us. <laughs> 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 just like that. All right. Just like that, we're down to zero views. <laughs> <laughs> Lost all of our followers. Never. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will not be on the next episode. Uh, trigger. Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Until next time. Peace. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye.